Welcome to this week's episode of Pack Unleashed. <laughs> this week, we are going to be deploying the knowledge bombs. <laughs> serious sound effects. Serious sound effects. Yeah, we need sound effects. Yeah. So what are knowledge bombs? Well, knowledge bombs are what we call the nuggets of wisdom that we have to share with the world um, and how do we deploy the knowledge bombs well this podcast is one way that we deploy our knowledge bombs <laughs> well wait for it guys on our blog <laughs> oh you gave it away you gave it away oh no so we um we also like to write articles from time to time as well. So um, we've been working hard on our pack uh, knowledge bombs articles, and we are going to run down three of the uh, of the best, what we think is the best articles uh, within this podcast, and tell you a little bit about them and what the inspiration was behind them as well. Yeah. So you might have noticed if you go over to our. Uh, our website and that is uh, ridewiththepack.com shameless plug shameless plug so ridewiththepack.com <laughs> slash articles no more <laughs> <laughs> no it's all about giving the knowledge bombs away guys. it is about the knowledge bombs it is about empowering it's about empowering so ridewiththepack.com slash articles you will be met with a wide range of insightful opinion pieces uh, penned by our very selves so so we're going to have a little chat through the articles today um, starting with one that is close to my heart probably because I wrote it (laughs) (laughs) it must be super close (laughs) so close yeah so uh, it's called is the karate kid to blame for the design sprint so this is um, this is an idea that I had a while ago that we kind of built some some content around um, because I remember when Dom was talking to me about the design sprint you know way back when before we were we were doing kind of workshops and sprints and that sort of thing and he said oh well you start off day one doing this and then you got to do that and then you got to do this exercise and that exercise and I was like and then you know it all kind of comes together at the end and blah 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 and then you know karate and I'm like whoa <laughs> so, so from your half hour conversation that's how much that's karate yeah 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 wait a minute that's like karate kid is what I thought. Um, so anyone that knows us knows that we love a, a montage, uh, the uh, pinnacle of 80s cinema, where oh. you you watch your, your character go through small incremental changes to some kind of uplifting music um, and... T- by the and they and they steadily make progression and get better at something. By the end of the song, they are an expert in their chosen field. So oh, yeah. it doesn't take long as well. That's why it's not long. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a there's a real discrepancy between like the amount of time that the song plays and and how expert they are <laughs> at the end. But 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 usually represents kind of weeks and months of work. Um, Dance into a minute. Exactly. Zero to hero. So so Dom's selling me in. Oh, we should do design sprints and all the rest of it. You know, within a week you get this uh, amazing product and you get everyone aligned and everyone's on the same page and you've got these new skills and all this stuff. And I thought, that just sounds like a montage to me. Um, you know, so that's that's the inspiration behind the article. So 
If you haven't seen The Karate Kid, the 1984 cult classic... Um, you should not be listening to this podcast yeah, if you've not just, seen The Karate Kid. I feel like you should stop right now yeah. and watch it. And just, number two as well, which I watched recently. Exactly. Well oh, also well worth a watch. So, so pause the podcast, go and watch it. We'll <laughs> see you in a few hours when you've watched one and two, not so much three, four. Um, or the new one. Which is the one with the bonsai tree. Bonsai! <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> Is it? No, it's on the They've side of the cliff. Bonsai on. Oh no, on the side of the cliff. That's the third one. That's, is uh, that the third one? The Forgotten yeah. Crike. Yeah, there's some kind of like bad guy with radioactive waste and yeah, that's, stuff, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the kind of like early nineties. It all got a bit. It all got a bit wrong for Daniel Larusso then. But we're talking <laughs> about when he was in his prime. Okay, so he's getting beaten up at school. He's in a new town. All the rest of it. He, he has this problem, right? He has this challenge to overcome and he has he, he has to work out a way, a, a framework of uh, solving the challenge, getting to the point where, you know, he can overcome his problems. And the framework that he chooses is karate. Okay, so that was the, that was the my, you know, when, when Dom's telling me about the design sprints, that's the, the kind of bits of my brain that were going off and linking the two together. So I thought, you know what, I've just got to write an article about this. Um, yeah, so getting think, into the zen. Yeah, getting, getting into, into the, the zen. zen so I think what's interesting um, about design sprints and about the karate kid as well is that within a design sprint, you're asked to kind of do like different tasks and you don't always know why you're doing these different tasks so there's kind of like sketching and kind of the crazy eights and stuff like that and then the kind of the the other bits and bobs that you do throughout a design sprint and it can seem as though you're kind of doing these tasks seemingly without a purpose until everything kind of comes together and you kind of you pull everything in and equally within the within most montages you know you're you're doing something repetitive over and over again you know you're painting the fence you're Sanding the, the floor. Sanding the floor. Your what's the other one? Waxing the car. Waxing the oh, wax on, wax off. How yeah. can I forget? Waxing on, waxing Hold off. Your head in shame, exactly. It? Sorry, um, just had a, <laughs> a minor mind blank there. But you're you're doing these things, and it's it's building up to a sum. Uh, you know, it's bigger than the sum of its parts, basically. So that was the that was the inspiration behind the articles. What do you what do you think, guys? I think it's a great article. I love to be honest. I love an article that has some kind of an eighties reference. Obviously, obviously, eighties. But I think one thing that's good sometimes um, in a way of explaining these things is to almost tell it in a kind of story led narrative. Make it tangible. Yeah, make it tangible. So not everyone will understand what a design sprint is or know the process, but thinking about the Karate Kid, which a lot of people can relate to because they've seen the film instantly, I suppose it makes it a little bit easier uh, to relate uh, exactly. and to understand that. Um, even if they don't necessarily understand the specific uh, exercises, they, they get, I can go from this to this yeah. in a small period of time. Not three minutes, but no. <laughs> perhaps if we sped it up. Four days. Like a, yeah, four days. It's not, it's four not days, bad. Which in the real world is basically equivalent of... A right, three-minute montage. montage. It's basically a montage with a lot of post-it notes, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, agree, I agree with, um, you know, what I'm saying. I, I think, like, and you know, like, I have a little bugbear about kind of the arrogance of designers, and especially when it comes to design thinking, that, you know, it's this whole language that people just, you know, that are in it assume that other people understand. And I think it's cool to, um, cool to write 
posts around this sort of stuff that hopefully are, and obviously this will come from you guys listening but a little bit more relatable a little bit more narrative led and a little bit more kind of practical in its explanation um and i really enjoyed that about the karate kid analogy i think it's i think it's really strong um I'm actually just annoyed I didn't write it to be honest. <laughs> but you know that that from that article we produced like a whole workshop that we could go out and introduce to people. That's it. Yeah, we kind of so we took the concept one step beyond and we created the karate co- karate cod. <laughs> karate world. Hang on, right? Stop the tape. Stop the tape. This is staying in. Do you remember James Cobb, the computer game? I do remember James Cobb. Oh, there's going to have to be a blog post about that. And Robocod. Robocod. Oh, Robocod. It's making me feel like getting some fish The karate cod. We, uh, let me start again. We took the karate kid uh, concept. the cod bit in. Cod. Cod. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, We left the karate kid. Oh, goodness. It's throwing me. We we kept the karate kid theme going and we we kind of rag tested it with an actual workshop that we did um, in November last year, which was for Product Tank. And it was a it was a design thinking uh, karate kid workshop. um, And we kind of tested design sprint style exercises using the karate kid and using that you know, you learn something, you're not particularly sure why you're doing it until we pull it together at the end. And um, it was great. It was a really great workshop. Went down really well um, and tested the theory. So basically, and we even actually tweeted Jake Knapp, author of Sprint, and asked him if he was a fan of Karate Kid. I think he gave us uh, a laughing emoji and a thumbs up. And, and I was just never to more contact him again. Yeah. <laughs> what more seal of approval do you need is a smiley emoji and then a lawsuit. Yes. <laughs> that's it for me. Job winner. Done. So that's your favourite article. What's your second favourite article that we're going to be dropping fresh on the Knowledge Bomb site? Ooh. <laughs> I'm building up. Well, I want to talk to Dominic now about his... In fact, actually, was that first favourite, or is, are we are we are we working backwards or forwards? These aren't these aren't in favourite orders. These are just these are just three absolute bangers that you need to. Yeah, really I think because That's John's favourite banger, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I, like I think, uh, and uh, I like I mean, it this is going to sound uh, perhaps slightly big-headed, but I think we've written some amazing articles. Let's be honest, guys. <laughs> we've dropped some they've been written by they've been read by thousands of people globally. Hi, John's and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, you know, nice. I don't know about you guys, but I, I actually do really enjoy uh, when it comes to writing an article. And although it does take a bit of time sometimes to kind of get it, get it quite right, it is a really great experience. And um, often it's a good way to sort of express some of the feelings that we have, perhaps you know, individually. And um, yeah, and t- t- tell a story rather than sort of just talking about facts and figures. And you know, if we can, if you can write an article and, and, and weave a narrative around something or like you say make something tangible by making comparisons with things that people will get I think there's a yeah, yeah. there's a power in that it's, well definitely Naomi I mean, Don what's your favourite article from the new Knowledge Bomb site oh, I, 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 it's going to be it's going to be difficult for me to choose a favourite one but what I thought I'd go for is a tactical move Oh, so the one you wrote. So again, it's one I've written. I'm not gonna lie, it's something I've written. Oh, this whole uh, thing. Oh, oh. Um, no, it's about it's about research and oh my god, I know. 
I know Matt is already smiling so much right now. If only you could see his face. John's literally holding a hand over my mouth to <laughs> talk about research. Whether you love it or hate it, <laughs> Matthew is here to stay. <laughs> research, research. Oh, oh think happy thoughts and thoughts. this is where this is where we can insert all the great songs about research. No, I think yeah. um, <laughs> the thousands of great songs about research. No, but I think um, one of the reasons why I thought it was worth having a talk about. Can I go to the toilet? <laughs> Matt, you can leave and you can come back when it's done. No, um, and the reason why Matt is behaving like this is because uh, both Matt and I um, have had many great discussions around research. <laughs> and Sounds uh, like a Trump speech. <laughs> we had many beautiful discussions around research, they were great. Many and beautiful we, things were said. And then we both unanim- unanimously decided that it was an amazing uh, thing. And oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. No, I think that's a stretch, but I'm not going to no, get to that now. Look, um, I think when it comes to research, there are the people out there that hate it or disagree with it. I think it's a waste of time. Uh, and then there's the other side of people that see the importance in, in it. And for us, um, <clears throat> I do think there is some alignment that we do agree that yeah. some research yeah, is important because yeah. ultimately, you know, assumptions alone equal greater risk. And I think, especially if you're working on a product and things like that, if you really don't understand enough about perhaps the problem that you're facing or your customers or even your own business, you know, needs or requirements, you know, this is where things, you know, you're sort of setting yourself slightly up for failure. So, you know, when it comes to anyone working with us, certainly if it's like a design sprint or something like that, we really, one of the key things we ask them is like, do they have any research? Do they have anything to support, um, you know, what they're bringing to the table? Uh, and this is mainly, this is not just for us because we think it's important. We think it's important for them because we don't want to be a part of something that ultimately will fail because we didn't, we didn't do our due diligence at the beginning. So what did you write about it, Dom? <clears throat> well, basically... Rather than going into a big old thing about research, because I think often sometimes can go off in a silo and spend months and months. Stop in a silo! No! I hate silos. I hate them. I hate the silo. I'm all about daily stand ups, sharing where I'm at, minute by minute. He's not. It's fine, we're working on it. We all got room We will break him. I think, okay, so I read this book. Um, a couple of years ago called Just Enough Research by Erica Hall and it, it was such a good book and it really it really resonated with me in terms of the way that she approached it and, and I think the key thing and this is a thing that we like to think call it is like let's do just enough let's do enough to make sure that we're pushing in the right direction and not setting ourselves up to fail and that is what we advocate here so without what's that? without 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 spending weeks and months and months researching exactly. and researching and not actually doing yeah. it. We are about yeah. design doing. Exactly. See, see podcast episode design doing. Yeah. Research is not about um, spending, like you said, months and then producing this big old document that no one will read. And, and believe me, we've been part of so many projects where that has been the case, where sometimes I personally have spent a week plus trying to digest a load of research that someone's done because... Uh, because there's been so much of it, and um, and the, and the in, in actual fact, what I needed was just a summary of what was done. Like one page would have been more than enough. Do you know what I liked about your article, Dom? What's that? A that it was about research, my favourite subject, <laughs> and B the story about Coca Cola. 
maybe we could just talk a little bit about that. That is yeah. a great story that went into my article. Yeah. Where did that story come from? I wonder. No, is I that don't. what you say? <laughs> yeah, so... Or did you want to tell it? No, 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 no. you go, okay. So, yeah, so there is a story uh, that I wrote in there, and, and basically that was Coca-Cola, the big old brand that everyone loves. Um, well, I say everyone loves. Most people drink Coke, don't they, at Do some point, Coke, or have though. done in their lifetime. Yeah. Other Coca-Cola alternatives are also available in the market. <laughs> Unless Coca-Cola, you want to sponsor us, and we have some serious <laughs> listener numbers these days. <laughs> We do. Like John's uh, mum. A lifetime <laughs> supply of coke. We arriving at its coke. It's coke. Oh no. I used to know someone that drank a can of coke literally every day. Probably more than that, two, three times a day. Wow. That's a lot of, That's a, a, lot lot of coke. Coke. a lot of sugar as well. Anyway, slightly moving away from the subject. Yeah, so basically coke. I mean, coke have had a, a number of stories where they blow lots of money. And, you know, that's just the way it is. They, they have that money to spend. But they, in this instance, they blew $50 million basically on a campaign because they established that there was at some point in 2000, like the early 2000s, that there was a new market but for 20 to 40 year old men that liked the taste of Coke, but was pushing on the fad of like, yeah, but there's all this stuff about low carbs and, and low calorie drinks. Um, uh, so they naturally, like there is today around protein, you know, everything's got some kind of protein in it now that's highlighted right on the package. Like <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Think about the protein, you know, very similar to that. It was uh, like that back in the early noughties. So um, Coke jumped on this as an opportunity to make more money and create a product specifically aimed at that market. And they, what they did though, they sort of, they sort of failed to realize actually what it, what the, the key thing that people wanted, which was no carbs. Um, instead, they produced this product, which was basically like half the carbs, medium carbs, medium carbs, but great flavor. And that product was called C2. C2. Sounds quite sort of scientific, doesn't it? I never heard of it. Um, And yeah, and obviously it didn't go so well. (laughs) It didn't, basically it just, it was an epic failure. No one, no one was particularly interested in it. Uh, unfortunately um, and yeah and they ended up and despite putting all of that money behind it to try and increase with like great advertising still mm. it wasn't enough really to to make it a success so they they basically ended up dumping it and um, sort of deemed it as a failure and then you know naturally being Coke they managed to rectify that and bought out Coke Zero a little bit later with mm. no carbs I think it was so what's the What's the point of that story? Is that they didn't do enough research? They did just enough research. Uh, I they think did it, too much research. It was more about. Uh, it was more about the, the question. They weren't asking the right question, hmm. and, and I, they asked the wrong question too many times. So too much research. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So they they basically a lot of this comes down to bias as well because sometimes when you get a, when you get on a bit of a roll with something in a big company like that and you've got lots of money to spend you really want it to succeed and as soon as you start getting some positive feedback behind it you're like yes this is the way to go and you you, you sort of fail to take a step back and think actually maybe this is wrong um, and that's what they did basically they just pushed forward they had the money they had everyone was like yeah this is great this is going to work this is going to be like the next the next big thing and it just wasn't mm. uh, unfortunately for them do you know what I like about your article <laughs> what? You know what I like about you, Oscar? I think we obviously debate research quite a lot, but I, I really like the focus that you put on the just enough and, and how that is not always the same for everybody, but there is a limit to, you know, 
how much you need to do before you end up, you know, is that, you know, how much of that curve of 80% of research to 100% of research is done quickly and then that last bit that actually probably doesn't add the value. And I think that's the really important thing, isn't it? That validation of what you're doing and using techniques like design sprints to validate it without like locking yourself in a room and detaching yourself from the world. I thought yeah. that was really cool. The way that Erica says it is, is like all research is basically systematic inquiry. You're essentially, you're, you're asking yourself a question that you need an answer to and you're going off to find some to find an answer to that question. And as soon as you've found a question that you think, uh, an answer, sorry, that's trustworthy enough to give you the confidence that you're moving in the right direction, mm. you should go there, basically. Mm. Um, and that, obviously, in the most simplistic form, that is, you know, essentially what it is. Awesome. If you want more research, go on the blog. I think for today, that's just enough research. That's just yeah. enough research. Yeah. Just enough. We've covered the Karate Kid and how. Uh, oh, you were, you were, you had something there. I could see something. No, just no, 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 no. Around. I was going to do some of the top steps, but I won't. I'll just leave. Go to the blog. And, yeah, go to the blog. We do, yeah, we need to leave some mystery around. This. We do. You have like a little article. puppy there, just being kicked. Just ready to <laughs> drop out your words. <laughs> we've covered. Uh, we've covered Karate Kid and how a chance viewing. One late one night uh, for the Karate Kid by Jake Knapp and John Soretsky, authors of Sprint, basically uh, made them create the book and the whole process. Now that made it was because of your Karate Kid article that they wrote it, wasn't it? Was it? it? Yeah, I went back in time and wrote it before yeah. they wrote the book, and um, and it was all because of that. We basically went. Just saying, just saying, just saying, just saying. So, uh, so we covered the Karate Kid and the Design Sprint. We covered just enough research and Coca Cola's failed Coke product. Now, what's left to talk about on the articles? Well, let me tell you, Matt. <laughs> Give me a smile. <laughs> I really need a wait. Do you? You look like you do. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to power through. Okay. So you may have understood that at PAC, we are fans of the 1980s, in particular 1980s classic films. So we're going to tail off the end of this podcast telling you about an article which is also close to our heart. It's about The Breakfast Club. <gasps> the un- oh. super secret article that's not even live yet. Oh! excited it will be by the time this goes out I'm, so excited. I'm not sure we can use the I'm not sure we can use the the epic theme song from the um, Karate Kid from uh, from Breakfast Club so we're going to have to just a really bad knockoff version we're going to have to just sing the chorus are you ready hey, hey. Don't you forget <laughs> about me. <laughs> Don't you forget about me. In a Vic Reeves club style. Nice. Uh, not really doing it justice, but The Breakfast oh. Club. Um, so, <laughs> What's that guy that sings pop to show choose? Richard Cheese. Richard yes. Cheese. should be done in the Richard Cheese version. That should. Yeah. That should. Link in the uh, show notes to Richard Cheese. We did our best to do it justice, but The Breakfast <laughs> Club is a classic 1980s, uh, 1985, I believe, uh, film about a bunch of kids that get locked in school for detention on a Saturday. Okay? Whoa. So... They now, now ethnically, you know, ethnically and kind of like gender wise and kind of sexuality wise, they aren't a very diverse group of kids. The five white kids in Illinois. But when I watched that film recently and happened to read a book about diversity 
Um, I just married the two together. It was just like, <laughs> if I read a book, if I read a book, and then I just, the only way I can process it is to basically, uh, you know, just marry it. Tired to some 80s film. Marry it up to an 80s film. Yeah. John thinks through an 80s lens. Basically, basically, <laughs> yeah. So so the book the book that inspired it was, uh, inspired the article, and it's called... Uh, Cognitive D- Diversity, Don't You Forget About Me. Um, so, so yeah, we've got we've got five teenagers stuck in school at a weekend. And, such a good film, and they are kind of tasked with writing an essay about who they think they are, and they're all from wildly different backgrounds. One's a jock, one's a basket case, one's a nerd, one's a prom princess, and and one's like the bad boy. Um, so. So they're all stuck in this situation together. Um, And it's interesting because it's like the power of collective thought and collective diversity of their minds, which kind of makes them win through at the end as well. Um, And then I was... So I love the film anyway, and and Dom, I know it's a favourite of yours. Oh, I love it. You've seen it as well, haven't you, Matt? Mm -hmm. It's a a stone-cold classic, 80s, like, blueprint for kind of... I think it's streaming on Netflix. Could be streaming on Netflix. Just... Get, get your eyes around it whenever you can. Get, um, get my eyes around it. Get your it. eyes around it. Um, but then, you know, fast forward um, many years since I'd seen it last and I was, I was reading um, a book by Matthew Said called uh, Rebel Ideas and it's all about how the best teams are made up of people with different cognitive backgrounds so it's about different ways of thinking and it's not always about diversity being on being on the surface about diversity being about gender sexuality race whatever but it's actually about the different way that people think and how you need to ensure that you build up teams of people with different methods and modes of thinking and different backgrounds to their thought in order to get the best out of everyone so yes that is similar I know I mentioned it a lot similar to the 10 faces of innovation right that that kind of uh, thing that they have an idea where they specifically choose people um, who think differently based on their cognitive diversity yeah Yeah. and it's an interesting point and uh, you know I won't. I won't give it away if you've not seen the film. But by the end of the, by the end of the movie, they've got this kind of the end. They've got a. They rally around a problem, which the problem is a. They're in detention, and b. They're being detained by this principal who is like wildly out of touch with them. You know, it's just lays on the the, the heavy handedness. You know, and and just kind of. Uh, you know, they all rally around this kind of shared um, challenge that they've got, and they use their cognitive diversity by the end of that couple of hours you know to to, to win at the end of the day and become better people all, so. I thought it was also about them going on a mission <laughs> yeah it was a mission yeah yeah they kind of they team up they work together they work yeah. together yeah so it's cool so that is that is the other article hot off the press that one hot off the press it is hot off the press it is a great article it is a great film have a a read read, guys listen to us tell us tell us what you think we'd love to hear it's a great book as well the Matthew Said book as well is a a really good book Um, so yeah very interesting thought do it give it a a read and aside from that there are some other very interesting articles on there well, I think so people, many, so many we can't even talk about. Yeah, today. we I chose we chose three to talk about anyway. today. We chose three to talk about today, but there is a 
there's a plethora of amazing content on there so so give it a go and we'd love to hear i'd love to hear about what other people's favorite articles are as well perhaps that they've written yeah yeah tell us have you written some cool articles we'd Drop love to yeah box. maybe we can have a chat get you on the podcast let's listen to some stuff yeah baby oh you said it with such a radio voice <laughs> let's listen to do you know what stuff. I saw the other day Good Morning Vietnam I saw a clip for it and I'm really need to watch that whole film again I feel we need to bring that oh, to the podcast that again great film yeah, great. I, I feel I'm going to have to write an article now I reckon around Good Morning Vietnam Good Morning Vietnam yeah. what tying it into <laughs> design thinking don't know just some sort of magic <laughs> or just about the film like just watch it with me and I'll tell you you know or I'll tell you exactly how to weave it into the knowledge bombardier yeah bombardier squadron bombardier <laughs> Oh, 80s bombardier like a B-52 John That's knowledge it. bombs bow, bow, bow. cool thanks for listening guys hope you enjoy the articles and we will be back next week we'll see you next Tuesday see you next Tuesday, Tuesday.